Ba-bam! Welcome everyone to the fourth episode of New Brew Podcast featuring myself, Osman, and... What's going on again, guys? It's Hassan here. And today we got a special guest. We got a very special guest because I've been working with this guy for the past several months now and I know his potential and I know the art that he's been working on. We got an up-and-coming artist straight out of Mississauga as well, Chief J. What hey. to do, baby? Yeah. <laughs> what up? Thanks for having me, guys. It's yeah, it's our pleasure, man. It's our pleasure. Uh, as I mentioned, I've been working with you uh, kind of thoroughly yeah. for the past few months. Quite a bit, so still. Quite, quite a bit. bit. Quite a bit. We just shot <laughs> yeah. a movie not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, we shot so. a movie. Not even a yeah. music video, a movie. It's just <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's just crazy. It's very short notice. I'm really glad that you could come. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Of course. I'm always about it. I'm just yeah. chilling, you know, before anything. Music's important. This is important, you know? Yeah, for sure. Dope. Dope. For sure. All right, all right. Let's Let's kick it off, Osman. You you don't know him much, so why don't you yeah. start off with the questions? All right. I bet. <laughs> How'd you get started in hip hop? Um, we talked a bit. Off yeah, camera, we talked a bit, but like the way I first got started was like I was often listening. Well, beginning beginning of hip hop was honestly like Soldier Boy crank that. Like my oh, pa- yeah, my I parents that. I that. <laughs> my parents got me the CD because I asked for the CD for Christmas. Yeah. Like I don't even know why. I I honestly like one song off that thing. Cause I, I used to do the dance like in, you, you know oh shit that was an album I always yeah, I yeah. Only thought he released a single <laughs> no like, there, was, there was like put some D's on that bitch and like other songs like that on that but oh, that's how I, I first that. started on um with hip hop was with that and then after um like it slowly went along when in high school when I saw like Chief Keef come out yeah. and like I was like someone around my age doing something like making so much money and seeing like all this like. Like, cause I often or not, when I was younger, I looked at rappers like so much older than me. Yeah, and people yeah. made music were so much older, and it was like intimidating. Yeah. But then after seeing like someone my age do it, I was like, whoa! Like okay. that it was kind of like an awakening. And then I went to school for music. Yeah, went to metalworks. Yeah, right? I went to metalworks, yeah. and then like I kind of like dabbling with like other genres because I was learning about other genres and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and we talked like, we talked thoroughly about that going into different genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, it develops you. Yeah, it really important. does. It opened up your mind to like other yeah. sounds and like. One of my favorite bands is like Nirvana. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, like Classic. Pink Floyd, you know, like listening to stuff like that really opened up my mind. Right. And kind of like being aware. And then going back, listening to old hip hop, like Kanye's one of my favorite artists, crazy artists, yeah. Jay Z, you know, everyone. And then like underground people like Boogie, Dizzy Wright, you know, like just hearing like that whole like sound and like where they come from and their stories yeah. kind of made me want to tell my own story. For right. sure. You know what I mean? But yeah. So growing up, uh, what was on like your top three for your playlist, or your I guess your MP3 player at that time? What's on your playlist right now? <laughs> What's my? What is Should the I top check? three songs? You want me to check like what yeah, I yeah, listened to right recently? Yeah. What, okay, check right now, and then I want to know what you grew up as well. Like what? what you okay, honestly, what I grew up. Okay, my favorite songs growing up was like Linkin Park. Like, hey, Hybrid Theory. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like I love that New song. Divide. Like on Transformers. Like that was my that was my shit. Like I was like listening to every day watching Transformers. Yeah, like, man. Then I was listening to like. Like this is like grade seven, eight, and then I was listening like um, like Sean Kingston, like hey. like stuff Your like that. Way I, to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, that like that type banger, of stuff, man. you know. Like I wasn't really like, hey. su- I wasn't super I, into music back then, you know. I was yeah. like more like a casual listener. Yeah, right, right. But as I grew up, like now, like I'm like constantly on stuff like looking 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 like, yeah you take in music differently now than you used oh, to as yeah, well now diff- as an artist yeah way different i'm like listening to like each drum and yeah. listen like each i remember like one scenario where like some guy was talking about how he likes the drums in this drake track and like we laughed at him like there's no drums in this track but like realistically there's got all these hi-hats and yeah. snares and like you know we're listening to like just the just the vocal you know growing right. up kind of right. just the vibe yeah. now it's more like I, I take it in as like a vibe then I take in the lyrics then I take in like what's his art direction like right. what yeah. what makes that song good like yeah, what yeah, makes yeah. it exactly. so great exactly. exactly like what makes that song what makes a good song a good song what makes a great song a great song exactly and like what makes a song timeless and what makes a song microwave because yeah. yeah. like microwave in and out and then you still listen to like Nas New York State of Mind that, oh, for sure, that comes yeah. on today yeah. everyone in the Everyone jams out to it. Everyone exactly. knows the lyrics in and out. Yeah. But then you listen to something like maybe I don't want to call out anyone, but something like. But yeah, so you I, know, yeah I get it. Yeah. Some of the recent songs, because there's just so much saturation. It's just yeah. in and out, like you said, microwave yeah. trash, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, man. But I'll check. I'll check what All I've right, been. So what's on your oh, recently? Cool. Now let's see. Recently, the first time we're doing okay. this. We wanted to do this for a while. Yeah. So like the other <laughs> guests, we wanted. To um. Okay. So let me just. Okay. So my recently added is Jay Z. Reasonable doubt. Hey, because hey, it just came on Spotify. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
13 floors elevator it's like some psychedelic band okay like oh, you know cool. um uh vince staples big fish theory mm. Mm. isaiah I- isaiah rashad clever no sorry isaiah rashad um demo it's hey. like that one then mike stud white flag mike and stud yeah it's like some he made that song with like marcus strome in the picture on um true no, on, on the Blue Jays. It's, yeah it's a pretty yeah. dope song underachievers indigo okay and, underachievers, yeah. and then uh the best you had don toliver and then the ride dizzy right like it's all over the place you know no, that's cool. it goes from yeah. like trapped like psychedelic rock i to, feel like as an artist everyone has that there's so much variation be like oh you're, you're listening to like punk rock one then it yeah. can be like hardcore <laughs> trap and then like, some yeah. lovey dovey r&b yeah shit, and trust like, me like i never put my stuff on shuffle because like i'll get like those looks in the car i'll go from like <laughs> 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 Yo, i have different playlists <laughs> when I know people are with yeah, me in the yeah, car yeah. I'd be like alright yeah, these are like trap people I gotta like put yeah, on like, trap, trap music when That's I'm in the so car true. with myself shuffle that shit yeah. <laughs> it will go from like Travis Scott to like Jodeci and they'll be like what the <laughs> hell we're going to the club we don't want to cry before we go <laughs> you need that versatility though yeah. as an artist oh, like you need sure. to like be able to develop your craft you can't just develop it by listening to one artist or one genre yeah. you get stuck in the rut of just thinking mm-hmm, like for, for example sure. a four bar setup it's been such a recurring thing like yeah. when we've spoken to other artists uh, even on our podcast like there's so much versatility in what we listen to yeah. and there's just so much like difference in sounds that we listen to because we take it in different like I said right you're taking in uh, different aspects of it just the production just the songwriting and you're like you're criticizing it yeah. even when you're listening it yeah so you're developing yourself as an artist yeah, by man. listening to all these different bands. You have to be a student of the game. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I um one thing when I was working on my um my first album the one I, I released last year's summer, right. the Love and Depression one, I was I was not listening to nothing, like only myself, which mm-hmm. is like a negative and a good thing because I didn't want any like direction right. or like um, kind you of want like... that outside influence? Yeah, but right. I realized like that's not really a good thing because you, you have to be a student. Like, you have to take in their faults and their positives and kind of like yeah. morph it into yourself, you know, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. have like um, this, you know, like learning process every time you make a song like every sounds kind of like you learning right yeah for you sure know? no i agree and don't be afraid to record something more than once we talked about this yeah. where i was like i used to be like nah man i don't want to spend this money again man <laughs> but then i'm like i'm realizing like someone like kanye took eight months to make runaway yeah and that yeah. album is like one of the best albums of all time arguably mm-hmm. um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah. Arguably one of the best albums of the decade. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, a be, better of the decade, yeah, I'll say, yeah. But I'm more of an old school Kanye fan. Like, yeah. I think we, yeah, we, had, the, we had this uh, topic. We had this before. conversation <laughs> before. I think it's like old school. Yeah. yeah. You know, but um, yeah, like just don't be afraid to re record and just constantly put out your craft. Like, you have to be truly satisfied before you release that. You think there's a tipping point, though, when you're recording where you're at a point you're like, okay it's become so redundant with the takes that you can't get any better than that but you're criticizing yourself over and over again you keep doing those takes yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but you know it's not gonna get any better yeah well also sometimes you need the outsider influence too you need that like one of your friends or someone like with an unbiased opinion maybe right because sometimes you can be just too hard on yourself like there's times where you're just like this needs to sound better but he's like no this is a hit you need yeah. to drop this yeah, you know just, what I mean just right. cut it off here yeah here. <laughs> but um yeah it, it does get redundant yeah. but at times you kind of need like that um like I said, the outside influence, yeah. you know, but yeah, it can get redundant. You know, you're really hard on yourself. You know, you're you're very hard on yourself. I'm very hard on yeah, myself. All the time. Well, I mean, and all us yeah. as artists, you're, we're yeah, you're probably very, you know, like because yeah. at the end of the day, you don't want to release something that like is half ass. Exactly. But for me, like whenever I'm listening back to my own songs, I'm always hard ass on myself. Yeah. I'll always be like, oh, this take could have been better. I could have done this better. Mm. Even even though the other people, it, the dynamics of the take could have been perfect or original or unique in that sense. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, I could have enunciated here better. I could have had a, had a For better sure. uh, dynamic here. I you got to be your own worst critic. Yeah. As an artist, that's the only way to go to the next level. You got to criticize your work to the fullest. We were talking anyone. about this too. Yeah. The worst thing about being an artist, or especially a music artist, is you can't listen to yourself and actually be proud of it with other people listening because as a chef you can eat your own food yeah, yeah. but like as a music artist when you listen to your shit people are looking at you weird looks yeah you well, can't enjoy your own honestly music. i don't even damn i still listen to my own song. <laughs> right? like, i have it like oh come on shuffle and i'll be like vibing i'm like yo this is hard you I- get weird <laughs> looks though like from your no, i don't care yeah i mean, you know, I mean but no you do get that weird look like it's kind of like do you listen to yourself it's like hell yeah, yeah, yeah of course yeah you know like you're sure. you're putting stuff out there. You're you're an artist. You you might as well listen. You to gotta listen. To yeah, you have to. Like that's the only way to learn how yeah, to do it better. Because totally you start agree. recognizing what you could have done better. Like you said. Yeah. Like the little like the, the little, little tweaks you could have made. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So um, 
how'd you get into music growing up was there like an influence outside of like the things happening um, in your life that kind of pushed you towards it i didn't okay so the way it's kind of like the way i kind of got into music is like i remember in grade 10 i was writing like raps but that's like before there was like the whole like everyone was rapping that was kind of like when like no one really rapped and then yeah. someone raps like oh he raps and it's kind of like I was writing like raps and I, I couldn't flow back then. So I was like more writing poetry. Mm. I would write like, and my dad was like, um, he took um, creative writing growing right. up. So like I kind of got like that creative writing gene where like I would like write poems and stuff. And then kind of like I would just, first I was just writing bars and stuff. And then like eventually like I started making music because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do what I want. I wanted at first. I wanted to be a producer. Yeah. But producing is is hard. It's yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I I'm still trying to like bring myself to like make beats and make my own stuff. Yeah. But it's it's not easy. So yeah. I started like writing and like started um working with like a local producer. This girl named Asia. Shout out Asia. Mm. I was working at um I was working on her with a little bit, and I made like my first beat I ever dropped. It was on SoundCloud like way back in like grade. That's when I went back for a victory lap. So I think it's like four years ago. Yeah. So, um, or three years ago, I don't remember, it's a while ago, but, and then after I kind of, like, started making, like, I was on, like, a trap vibe, because I was like, you know what, let's kind of, like, do what everyone else does, and kind of, like, blow up, and then I can do what I want, but then, but then I kind of, like, um, I was like, you know what, like, I'm kind of done with doing what everyone else wants, like, do what I want, and then I made, um, I remixed that X song, Fuck Love, Yeah. if you don't remember that song, and, like, the response was crazy, I got, like, 10k, got posted on, like, um, uh, pay an ex fan page, and it was getting like bare views there. And I'm like, you know what? Let's start talking about like real shit, how I feel, the way it's going on. And I started talking about like mental health and like depression, yeah. and stuff like that. And then like later, I was writing um a portion of my album, and like I wrote like a song with my grandmother, the one we did the video for. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, yo, this is like I got to talk about the way people feel, and like the way like I feel, and like as well as talking about topics that I think, like, the government, stuff that I think about, like, conspiracy, like, other stuff. I have to, like, I want to be that voice that, like, kids are like, if if I'm not okay and he's not okay, but he got through it. I can get through it as well. You know, yeah, exactly. The truer you are to your art, the better the people can relate to it. Exactly. But, you know, like, my my grandmother's death was definitely an influence on on me going towards music. Yeah. And me being, like, I want to do this for her. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of, like, Throwing, throwing myself into like a vulnerable state right. kind of like it's okay to not be okay if you know what I mean right. yeah. no I get you that I, mean? I get that uh, I mean our condolences first of all yeah way. of course thanks and, bro and uh, everyone has to lose somebody close to them at some point yeah. in their life so everyone has to go through that grieving period you um, like unfortunately but also I guess fortunately went yeah, through that it was, so you had to go through the grieving period it was kind of like good that it was kind of good but not good like on my on my mental right on like but like me like I'm um, holding it in for many years because she passed away when I was in grade 5 and, and kind that's of, young yeah, like, you know, like, I didn't really understand, like, what cancer was and what, like, her smoking really did to her and kind of, like, you know, going through that and, like, holding on to it and then letting it out, like, when I was um 19, it was tough for me, you know, like, I was going through, like, I got diagnosed with depression, um, bipolar, you know, like, it was very, like, um tough for me because I held on to that and I like I Did harnessed you, you suppressed yeah I, su- I suppressed it like yeah. I held on I pushed it away I, like I only cried like one time yeah. and then as I started writing I was crying like literally like every day because I was letting out my emotion but I didn't understand like letting it out was a good thing because mm-hmm. growing up like you know you understand like European and like older yeah kind of like being sad is something that you get over yeah but being yeah. sad and being depressed is two different things you could wake up like one day just sad because mm-hmm. you lost your girlfriend or depressed you don't even know why you feel worthless you especially I mean? especially right. being that young like you don't know how to deal with that kind you don't of trauma process emotions. oh yeah, yeah for sure no yeah, you, you, you really like i was really thinking about it um you know because i don't condone this but i'm i'm gonna say yeah yeah i often like i do like occasionally i do like psychedelics you know, like, yeah, just I don't condone doing drugs, so I'm just. <laughs> I know? mean, everyone should, like, whoever's I've, listening, gotta be. You gotta, you gotta know your decisions, make yeah. your yes, decisions, yes. and know the consequences of them. Right often, now. like, I feel like what's in your head is kind of like clouded, but yeah. with like psychedelics, they often like push, like they empty out the space. You think they clarify? Yeah, a lot? they clarify, yeah. and like you realize, like sometimes when 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 you're on those, like you have like a thought of like. You realize like how the world runs in such bullshit and what right. is like kind of like um 
like money is like obsolete you know what i mean like right. the stuff that no one really like cares about and but often not they actually really care about those yeah but then often or not you sometimes you find out about yourself what you've been doing wrong you know like feeling like you're kind of like oh you know like i was suppressing this like i shouldn't be suppressing stuff i should just let people know when something bugs me or like kind of like yeah you know like let it yeah. kind of flow out and just let like your personal it's like you really learn about yourself you know what i mean because you're no longer clouding your thoughts with Not all the all the like um the money the clothes you know like i love clothes but you know like they're not important all yeah. that matters is that i'm warm Right. You know what I mean, but so they, you think so you think psychedelics help you with uh, better coping mechanisms? Oh yeah, like, better better coping, letting free writing definitely. It's like a psychoanalysis. Creative, creative, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like creative process, and also growing up, like our perspective on, on psychedelics were very like this is like cocaine level. This is yeah, crap. Yeah, oh, sure. do yeah but do often they don't realize. Like I'm not saying do it every day, but like no. maybe like <laughs> once every you know like six months yeah. or something. You want to learn about yourself. Yeah, like, no, I know a lot positive. of people. I know a lot of people who. Uh, have gone into this thing called microdosing. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. A, that's so a common they, thing. They, they take a little bit just to kind of, I guess, clarify. Yes, yes. and still be a functioning, I guess, psychedelic user. Yes, yes. I know, I know of a person uh, that went that had a really bad stutter growing up. Yeah, but went on psychedelics, learned more about themselves, and eventually just got rid of that stutter. Yeah, man. Yeah. The the psychedelic wave and is actually like if you get proper stuff, it's actually really good. Like not all the time, but you know. It makes you like know your dealer, I guess. You know, yeah, know your dealer. Be and also be aware. Like, it makes you be like awake and aware, and like often or not, like being asleep. Right. It's kind of like not like actually asleep, but like metaphorically, like with your brain, like being asleep, like getting into that function of like almost like the conveyor belt. Like you, you just slowly move along and slowly. But if you step off that and you start thinking for yourself, mm-hmm. think positive thinking and like manifesting is really strong. No, a lot of people don't realize you start walking your own direction. That's mm-hmm. It's yeah. bad news for them. So, <laughs> you know? um, a lot of what you talked about, which based on your experience with psychedelics, it seems like you, when you went into that, I guess, transcendent state, you kind of let go of everything material. Yes, for sure. For sure. I didn't care about money. I didn't care about my clothes. I started realizing what I'm eating is terrible. I started doing a lot of research on, uh, you know, Dr. Seppi. Yeah. I don't know if you know Dr. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About how, like, a lot of the fruits and vegetables we eat are, like, hybrids and made by the government. Yeah. And as well as, like, the meat that we eat, like, it may have some health benefits, but it's clogging us. Mm-hmm. It's clogging. I'm not saying that, like, overnight. I still love meat. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> like, wean myself off. Like, I took away red and pork. Right. There's a but, fine balance. You know, yeah. I, obviously, you can, you, you can eat meat once in a while. It's not, like, something where, like, you just can't be, like, oh, you know. You like, got to be off Never completely. again, but. Fine balance. Preferably, yeah. like, if you want to live the healthiest life. You shouldn't be eating that stuff because it's not natural. Think about like when when humans first like were conceived and yeah. everything, like they lived off the land. Think about the Aboriginal people. We talked about this, yeah. uh, I think, a few days yeah, ago. We did. These guys ate bison and like buffalo. Those are fatty meats, but yeah. these guys were eating like off the land and perfect vegetables, yeah. and they were healthy. Perfect. You look at it was all at, organic too. Yes, right? man. That's the thing. They were grass-fed i guess what you want to call it term yeah, nowadays because they were all in their natural habitat mm-hmm, yeah. for sure back now it's like all like farm-fed stuff like. everything is like it's like a huge health crisis right now yeah it's oh, coming yeah. back now like people are really realizing like what's good for yeah, you what's man. not and like if you eat garbage you're gonna think garbage you're gonna like garbage and garbage out right yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I, I always go by this one uh one statement where i say like look good feel good play good yeah it was like when i used to play sports um it was like you used to play baseball baseball Dang. hockey basketball yeah. yeah but I was like that was like it was like the look good feel good play good like if I had my like stuff on yeah. right and I felt good it's yeah. like you kind of like when you eat you eat good you perform good you it goes yeah, sure. more like with like everything you, you know manifest I mean? at, like that positivity yeah. that perfection around you <laughs> that, that was like when I, when I opened up for Dax and I was jumping around and after my set I was like I was gassed and I'm like holy shit I gotta get back in the gym like this is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, losing my breath <laughs> I was there like oh <sighs> Huffing above yeah. <laughs> I was there like laying on the top. I'm like, oh my god, I need to, I need to get back in the gym, man. <laughs> Speaking of that experience, how was that? Oh, like, that experience was that? surreal, man. Because yeah. you know, like you know, you always have like your like your friends. You show your music, yeah. And like they're they're not biased, but they kind of like I like you, so like it's yeah. it's good, yeah. you know. Yeah. But seeing like an unbiased crowd, because I performed in Oshawa at the yeah. Oshawa, and it was like a hundred people there, and it was just like 
these people were like dancing and like shaking my hand after some girl came in and gave me a hug. It was like, oh my god, like yeah. seeing like the unbiased crowd, unbiased validation. Yeah, I was like, wow, like I can really like it made it real. Like I can really do this. Yeah, what's a hundred people in a crowd to next month's three hundred, next month's thousand? That's what I'm saying. Two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I I posted on my story recently, like I'm talking, like because I often like to talk to like other artists, like you know, like. Whether it's like if like you don't know who's watching your stuff, right? I'm yeah. like, remember, you're one song away from blowing up. Yeah, you're one sure. album away from having the best album of the all time. You yeah. never know. That one song, maybe one day we're recording here, the next day we're, we're with Timberland. You don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like you don't know. Yeah. yeah, the fact is that you gotta go into that mindset. Like, like I'm here to like yeah. basically kill everyone. Like, yeah. like you have to have that that like Kobe mindset almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, right. he went in every night. Mamba mentality. Yeah, Mamba mentality. He went in every night. Like. Who am I playing? I'm yeah. gonna kill him. Yeah, exactly. You know? On the court is something, something yeah. completely different. Ex- off the court, you know Let's what I mean? Let's not take it away. He also like worked on his craft. Too. Oh yeah, like, he oh, was yeah. in the gym 4 a.m. Yeah. Bro, three hours before, before the everyone team's else. Got in. And and then after everyone left, he was still there. Yeah, you know bro, what I mean? that's the thing, right? People sh- stop short of perfection. Yeah, people don't work for it. They people just settle. Come. Yeah. Settle. Settling exactly. is yeah. settling is another word for giving up, Ugh. in my opinion. Yeah, settling it's like oh, is, I made it to the league. Like, what do I have to practice for? Like, I'm already here. Settling is a recipe for mediocrity. Exactly, I totally agree with that. You know, you know, I was like, I was recently watching, like, I don't know if you know this artist named Boogie. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. No, no, Boogie. Boogie, uh, Boogie? Yeah, he's from, like, um, Compton. And he, like, he does, no, like, he kind of does, like, you should check him out. He's yeah. pretty dope. He released an album called Everything for Sale. It was, like, uh, this. Oh, check yeah, that out. Is it, uh, like, old school rap, or? Um, it's kind of, like, old school, but, like, is his own West twist. Coast? Yeah, West Coast. But, like, he doesn't really rap, like, YG. Like, mostly everyone from, like, that area raps, like, YG. Yeah, yeah. But he has, like, his own vibe to him. Boogie. Yeah, but um, he was talking about he's like I signed and like I thought when you signed you get money. He's like uh, I was really broke, like until yeah. I released his album. Like it made me think like this rap money is kind of like a stepping stone mm. to like my next. Yeah, you know like we we work so hard to get on, but after we get on, it's like yo we want to we should you your goal should be to rap for probably like till you're fifty, like Jay Z, and then and then after that you need to build. Your other stuff, your other empire to yeah. move up. Jay Z made like t- Jay Z's doing yeah. exactly. Like Jay Z's doing bro. Pr- like you know, like this r- the money is um kind of like a stepping stone almost. Yeah. Like you getting to this goal in your life is a stepping stone, and I, I realized that watching players also that retire. Like I was, I never thought about that growing up, but like yo, when they're done, they have no more money except for their endorsements. No, right. You know what I mean? Like you need to really think about like your what outside. Yeah, like, you know exactly. what goes on after. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, just like. Uh, like you said, like all, a lot of these athletes go broke because they don't have a money manager or they don't have somebody. For like, sure, man. Like for Shaq, for example, uh, when he got his first paycheck, if you know, yeah, what yeah, yeah, him, yeah, he blew it all. He bought like Mercs for Benz. his for him for his like <laughs> yeah, Benz. Bought like Tyson for and then he and bought and got jewelry. Yeah. And dude went and then uh, he called the bank and his uh, financial manager was like, "You're you're in debt. Oh god, <laughs> bro, you don't have sixty k to your name." Yeah, then man. he hired a manager, and yeah. now this guy has like. Papa John's oh, yeah, pizzas, like five guys. He's a state he's, owner. He's a police shoe. officer. His shoe. His shoe is probably his biggest investment. Yeah, like, man. Bro. He's a police officer, too. He's a police officer. <laughs> he's a, Can he's you a imagine doctorate. seeing Shaq <laughs> running you after like a club fight or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm out That'd of there. That'd be a scary sight. I'm scared, bro. Wait, wait, wait. He's a doctorate, too. Yeah, man. Bro, PhD. He's oh, crazy, damn. man. You know, that's, it's like you have to, you have to realize, like, you work so hard for this one goal, right? But like that's just your stepping stone, almost, right. you know. You gotta have the other things lined up. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, other than just like uh, other avenues of getting income, I mean, one thing you gotta like at least I believe is philanthropic, like charity stuff. Oh you gotta yeah, be doing that as well. You gotta give back to the community, bro. Yeah. Or not even like I don't, I don't like charity because you don't know often where it goes. Like what I mean is, like, but like you know, maybe charitable. Effort. Yeah, your own charity, yeah. or, like. Go giving to homeless Exactly like Something Making you sure in. You know like I agree Giving back is one thing That a lot of people Lose sight of When yeah. they get money Cause Well also like You have to remember a lot, a lot of people Grow up with nothing So like seeing Like like example Like someone like Shaq Probably grew up with nothing yeah. So then seeing all this money He's like I'm gonna get what I Didn't have And that's like The common misconception Like you have to really Like be told How to manage your money Yeah Because like When you grow up with nothing You want everything You know yeah. Even for somebody Who grew up with a lot more They still want it But like They had nothing Yeah You know Yeah But money managers And that's definitely key. Yeah you gotta have something Your PR totally. you know. <laughs> for sure PR is important Yeah Oh god PR, One like You turn into a meme On social media yo, But you need man. to manage that Yeah man <laughs> 
Like this whole World War Three memes, crazy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm getting cheesy. Yo, it's fucked up, but it's so funny. Some Bro, of them are it's, like it's, genius, man. It's funny because people are posting about it and but like, shit, but it's, it's reality, also scary. If it's a reality, it's a fucking yeah. It's but a, like the way I look at it, a lot of the stuff we see on like social media, like <laughs> that stuff, is what they want us to see. You know right. what I mean? Like if if we really like were gonna do something, they won't they wouldn't even tell us. No. You know what I mean? Like they don't tell us they don't tell us the stuff that that we're supposed to know. They tell us yeah. the stuff that's like you know what? Let's scare them. You know, like but you know what the fucked up thing with social media is like. For example, like you know when that whole Facebook thing was happening with like the Russian people and all the spies right. and all the liberals and like. Um, so the thing is with social media, you're always in a bubble. Because mm-hmm. the shit that you search on social media and your views get reinstated back to you over and over again because oh, that's sure. how the algorithm is. And you keep getting clouded with your own bubble over and because over again. Because that's the posts or things that you interact with most. Exactly. It's like an echo chamber, right? Exactly. The more you interact with certain things, the more they're going to be like pushed towards you. Yeah. You don't get the full mm. story. You don't get the full... For example, if you want to know a news of something that happened, but you don't interact with things like that, yeah. you won't be given that type of news exactly. until like someone sends it to you or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Often I, I noticed like my dad was talking about it where like I was on Google trying to search up like um stuff about like you know like um conspiracies and like other stuff that we don't know yeah. and like and he's like I don't I don't use Google I'm like why don't you use Google he's like they monitor it so I, I literally searched up like this thing about like the ten percent brain use of mm-hmm. like how you actually like only use ten percent yeah brain. but um every time I searched up on Google it was like myth debunked 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 scientist debunked 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 and then when I went on Yahoo yeah. it was showing me like actual stuff where like people actually had like you know like um stuff where they showed us like how your brain actually works yeah. and it's like Google wasn't trying to show me like you know all this cause they're yeah. like this guy's too smart for this <laughs> let's throw all this fuckery already <laughs> you know what I mean like uh, it's too much man so with Google, the funny thing is, um, in a university, in my first year, we were going through an article how Google is making us stupider. Oh, yeah, because sure. our attention spans have gotten so short yeah. that we're not reading, like, say, articles. We're not e- reading full messages anymore. Yeah. We read subtitles, we read captions headlines. and headlines, yeah. and then that's it. We feel like we have the full story. We don't yeah. want to read anything. Oh, no, that. for sure. It got like that. Sometimes when I, I search up stuff, I'll be like, is there a video for this? <laughs> right? Like, we're, uh, visual. we're visual creatures, though. So I can't argue with that. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's getting re- yeah, like, yeah, reiterated sure. over it, and it, over. It even happened with the music. You think about like um Earl Sweatshirt. He released albums that were like a minute long songs. Like 12 songs. The yeah. album's 20 minutes long. Yeah. It's like he said even said he had an interview with his mom where he's talking he's like people's attention spans lost short, like, short they don't care if they're not intrigued in, within the first five seconds it's they won't listen people won't listen average songs have gotten so much shorter yeah. intros to songs have like completely oh, depleted yeah. Yeah. there's no intros anymore it's just straight to it first yeah. five oh, seconds yeah. think about how long the, the average song was back then like for example four, four, minute, four, four minutes, to five four and minutes, minutes four and a half minutes now exactly. it's like two minutes tops yeah man yeah. nowadays like I remember I was um I was trying to show my boy uh, Stairway to Heaven Yeah. and it was like seven minutes long. he's like Led uh, I don't know about it's that it's like seven, seven minutes, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like man you listen to two songs and it's four minutes you listen and two more and it's eight minutes you can listen to one song for seven minutes <laughs> right. and that's like half an album <laughs> you know what I mean like ah, I don't I know like, Yo, but you gotta listen to the build up there was the climax of the yeah, song man. or like the Kenrick songs you know he has like those songs yeah. that are like 12 minutes long yeah and like yeah. Never, ah, I don't know man <laughs> I don't know if I can do this <laughs> all, those, all those interludes as well yeah in yeah. yeah but no man it's cause the attention span went down they, they did it on purpose they, they made us so we're microwavable where we need everything yeah. at our disposal you yeah. know like Think about how easy it is to get food. Think about how easy it is to get music. Back then, you, you, if you wanted to listen to music, you had to go to the record store, listen to this, pick. Ah, oh, I like this one song. You know, uh, maybe I'll buy this album. Yeah. Okay, I'm buying this album. Then go home and you listen to it. Now it's like uh, every song, yada yada yada, released. You think that's a bad thing though? Because for like artists, for example, it's a good yourself, and a bad. It's you a good have so much access to like. I no, guess the public yeah. into your potential fans. It, it, it is a good and a bad thing. Yeah. The reason why I say it's a good thing is because, like you said, I have more opportunity to just release, mm-hmm. and I have more opportunity to just let's say, okay, I want to record. I want. I want. I can't find any producers. I can't find any producers. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, type beat. Bop comes oh, out. Oh man, it's so closely knit now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then I'm like, I want to record. Hit up. Yo, I need to record. Are yeah. you free? Yeah, let's go. And then I have something, I have a product, I can release it, and then I can look for promo on, on Insta, like Instagram, yeah. social media, other ways. But it's also a bad thing because, like, often or not, more talented people get lost 
because because there's such a saturation, there's such a saturation yeah. of, of yeah. people that literally can record off their Apple headphones, say yeah, 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 four yeah. times, and be like, "That's my track." <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh man, What's I that? think it's more a, a good thing because back then you'd have to get on by someone. You'd have mm-hmm. to like like that you know, cosign that you'd have to cosign. cosign. You'd have to like get signed on by the record labels. Now oh, yeah. you, you I mean, you're you're your own PR agent. Like, yeah, you're your own manager. Nowadays is similar as well. I mean, there is a saturation of artists, but because there's such a saturation, you need that cosign. Mm-hmm. You need right, that cool right, right. But the thing that is though Like up. Sorry Sorry hey, no Um, With the Record not, labels like, Not okay <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the record yeah, I, just have, I just have a strong yeah, opinion yeah, no, On record ahead, labels bro. Man um, <laughs> There's a lot of There's a lot of um, Messed up stuff That goes behind the scenes Oh yeah With um I don't want to get too in detail And you know with No please do You bro. want me to get really Please do Okay yeah. so I'm not please gonna do. I'm not gonna tell I know what's instant I'm not gonna name anyone But because you know it yeah, is yeah. it is very personal. That's cool. Where what someone I know an artist um was gonna get signed and he's like he's like, yo, he goes in the record, they're like, Okay, so they're hitting him. He was okay, I'm gonna say he or she. He or she was sixteen at the time and they're like, Okay, you wanna sign, yada yada they're giving him a three sixty. You know what a three sixty oh, yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like, you know, everything you do, you merch, all that. Yeah. Course. You know, like you you breathe air and they're like Yeah. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, bring your royalties. You just breathe our air, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he's like, there's like yada 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 yada, and then um, he was like, okay, but you know, if you want to sign this, like, you have to give me head. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, if you want to sign this, you have to give me head. What the fuck? And he's like, he's like I'm not doing it. And then like, he walked out. And his manager's like, what are you doing, man? This give him head. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, this is the this is the industry, man. What are you doing? Oh no, that's and fucked And like, up. <laughs> I'm not saying every record label has that. Because there is good record labels out here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and a lot of things people think is like that's there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. With the higher record labels, and then also there is a lot of things. Jeez. Pe- you see yeah. people with money and like, oh wow, they have so much money. But yeah. that's not their money. That's called an advance. Yeah. They get advance. given an advance. You gotta pay the advance back. And then you gotta <laughs> pay the advance with your album sales yeah. and your tour. But what if your album flops? You know, sometimes Bro, albums then you're flop. In debt. You then you're in debt, debt and you gotta yeah. sign for two albums, and then they give you more money, and then on top of that money, you gotta make back. You gotta make back debt. the debt that you yeah. also did. You keep getting shelved, so there's no way you're gonna be able to pay that back. And the Why? thing is, yeah. though, you have to remember, like four other people. I'm not even four. Sorry, like forty to a hundred other artists are walking in that same record label. But you're not important scouted. to them no more. You're not making them money. You're and then shelved, bro. I don't know, man. I I have strong views on record labels. I will never sign in, same nah, same unless same unless, unless the record label sees my views and I'm on like a Jay Z type level where I'm like, this is my shit. You know what I mean? It's it's own a, your masters. Yeah. Oh, own man. own more than fifty percent of yourself. Own your masters, and you're good. Like I like even previously, uh, I've been approached by you know um, indie record labels and mid-sized record labels, and I've never signed because indie is the way to go. Oh Especially yeah, for if sure. You learn, you gotta own your masters. Chance, you yeah. gotta a good exactly. Chances, he's he's so outspoken about being yeah. independent. Um, yeah. even though he's like kind of bitter, Russ. Russ yeah. is a good example. R- Russ, is, Russ a is a great example. example. Yeah, yeah know, man, he's he, yeah he, he makes his he's self-made his own stuff like yeah man records all of his shit like that's the way to do it. Yo, I, I Mac feel like, Miller. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you it's off. too. No, it's okay. all good. No, it's, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of a power play on the record labels. Like, look, you're gonna give me all this, like your like your boy said, like what do you call, like give me head. Like, what kind of shit is that? That's too much of a power play. Yeah. I feel like all the power is given to the artist now. Now yeah. you gotta put yourself on. For example, people are doing it really well, like Fat Boy, yeah. Fat Boy SSE, yeah. or like uh, Lil Nas X. They made their shit into memes, like little yeah, clips, man. and Bro, put them online. That's what it is. And that shit blows up, and their music streams yeah. go up for like, sure. Man, look who does it every year, Soldier Boy. If we we're talking about him earlier, yeah, every man. year he beats with someone and he gets relevant again because he's so irrelevant. <laughs> Yo, Fifty Drake? Cent, Fifty Cent, bro. Have you you follow yeah, him? Who the, does follow the him French Montana thing? <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know what's going with Fifty, bro, because he's a talented motherfucker and he's always doing this. Bro, he's doing it for power, bro. He just came on yesterday, oh, yeah, and the only reason I true. knew it came on yesterday is because every caption, "Yo, power on two days," and then you have something about French Montana. I was waiting for that, though. I can't lie. Power, power goes, power goes hard. Yo, power goes hard. Power is. Yeah. Something man That is on the edge of your seat Every time man Yeah man <laughs> I'm trying to watch more TV You mm. know like Not in a bad way But like it's like My boy told me Because I, I stopped watching TV For a little bit yeah. And he's like Nah you gotta keep watching I'm like why He's like You're gonna get content you can make bars, double entendres, the new stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. That's why exactly why I stay so relevant with pop culture. Some of it interests me, but a lot of it is okay. I gotta be updated with whatever's going on, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you kind of get into it as well, like watching specific oh, shows, yeah, staying man. up relevant with pop culture, mm-hmm. with like all these memes and stuff. 
you gotta be aware of, of of every of everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You can't and just you keep, realize you can't just live under your rock and just record no, music. You're oh not yeah, for sure. Anything good. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Dave so what are you watching it, nowadays then? Other than Power, I'm I'm a big Star Wars head. Oh, like I lo- I have Star Wars tatted on my fingers. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, um, Jedi thing uh, right here. Yeah, cool. put up the camera. Hey. Yeah, I, think I'm <laughs> and I have like a scout trooper right there. Hey. But um, yeah, like I got, I have Star Wars stuff tatted on me. I watched like a lot of the new series. There's like a Mandalorian series. I watched the new movie. I watched um, what else? I wa- I started watching Stranger Things. I heard that. Hey. Yo, Stranger Things Yo. is fucking amazing. I yeah, I, I, everyone's like, man, you gotta watch that. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> I I didn't like to watch TV, and then I, I watched like a lot of Spider Man too, like the older Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, the ones came out in, like, the late 90s, you know, because that's what I grew up on. Yeah. I watched, um, recently, actually, like, I, I began my psychedelic talk. I was off acid watching, uh, um, Alice in Wonderland, but uh, I was watching... Yo, that's the, gotta be trippy. Yo, it was. There's tons of colors, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> tons I was, colors, but I was watching, bro. I was watching it kind of, like, I was watching it with, like, but while I was listening to music... So I would watch it and like the music uh, would simultaneously go with uh, what was going on. Yeah, yeah. So I had it like loud enough so I could hear it, but at the same time I was listening to like music. Yeah. See like so like how and also I watched um I was watching um Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. I I, mm. I watched that because um I was told I was supposed to watch like all these movies from my boy. He's like, Man, you gotta start watching more TV. So like I started, you know, yeah, watching like I watched that one. I watched um honestly I think that's I uh, sports, you know, always yeah. sports. Sports always on. on the background. But, you know, yeah. but um, I think that's all I've been watching. I'm trying to get into more. I've watched Power, like I said, um, Empire. Watched a little bit of, but like that's more my girlfriend. She's watching. She watches other show, yeah. where it's like she watches a lot of TV. Like, yeah. Um. So I watched a lot of stand up too, like Bill Burr. Oh. Nah, um. Bill I watched what's her name, dope. Tiffany Haddish. She's yeah, so yeah, funny. She's funny. She's like my black mitzvah or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's just hilarious, bro. But yeah, uh, no, I, I like I like um. Stand up a lot. Yeah, I watch a lot. Same. Kevin Hart. Uh, speaking of stand up, Kevin Hart just came out with his documentary. Yeah, series. I watched a little bit of Yo, that too. His work ethic it's is crazy. Crazy, like it's crazy. Dwayne Johnson comparable. Yeah. I heard like you told me like he wakes up at, like four a.m. Bro, he wakes up like four, goes to the gym, and then he has his heartbeat productions, like his production company. And he talks about like having his own production company, like making movies like Netflix or Warner or Fox or whatever, yeah. and he goes to his thing. Uh, like read scripts and like goes on to those process and then he works out and he has like a, the family at home that he's got to cater to and oh, the yeah. series just goes through all no, of that no it, it's dope it shows you the balance which is like yeah, which I man. always thought about like cause I have a girlfriend I'm like I, I got scared I'm like yo like I'm already busy as it is and like she told me like you don't see me as much as you used to how are you supposed to like balance another? you know I'm like, I'm like when I blow it's gonna be even harder yeah. you know what I mean I'm just thinking like this is gonna be a lot harder I love that mindset I love the yeah. words you use like when I blow I, like, I, oh, I hate yeah. when I people blow, say yeah. if I blow I'm no like, yo, you're already putting yourself in nah, a, bro. You gotta manifest mindset. that. Like, it's right. crazy. I'm back to the Dax thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually dreamed. Like, I opened up at the Bell Center. Like, I dreamed it. And one night, I'm like, yo, I opened up at the Bell Center. Like, I like I knew I was dreaming. So, I'm like, yo, show me the future. Mm. And, like, it's like, it showed me. I'm like, show me. Am I ever going to go on tour? Like, I asked myself my dream. And show me that. And I messaged uh, 90 Nickel, like, two months Shout out to Peter Jackson yeah, who gave yeah. me the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but I messaged him like two months before, and then he met he messaged me like that next day. Mm. He's like, "Yo, I sorry about the late message. Yeah, I need openers for Oshawa." And it's, I dreamed it. You, you know what I mean? Like it, I manifested. I love, I love that he hit you a day after and it's like, "Sorry for the late reply." Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So professional. <laughs> so professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, people are busy, so I I don't really get mad at. Anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing, man. That's crazy. You yeah, manifestations it. are real. Yeah. I'm going to let you all know. <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever you put out, you take in. I manage. That's exactly what it's it true. Is. Mind is very powerful. Law of attraction? Mm-hmm. For sure. You surround yourself around shit, you're going to get shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Surround yourself around good stuff, you're going to get, like, especially when you work with people. Like, mm. that's why I mess with your work ethic. So I can tell, like, mm. it's crazy. Like, like just, Respect. like, working with you, like, how like nitpicky we are yeah. like we, we go through like six takes yeah, we, take, bro. we go through like six takes and we're like okay you know that breath on like 30 seconds <laughs> turn that breath down yeah, <laughs> exactly. it'll it be g- one word where you mispronounce it like, i need you to get back to yeah the studio and just say that one <laughs> yeah word. man and then it's like and then i'll be like yeah can i come back and like re-record something yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I, it's saw, just, I saw a bit of the video it's pretty dope yeah, yeah it's man it's, it's, it's amazing it's thank you man thank you yeah. that's thanks to my vision and this guy's 
cinematography i guess yeah, yeah man, man that was a, it's very personal to you so I, I feel as we said like something that's very personal to you is art yeah it'll oh, come sure. out so much more authentic right uh, oh and, yeah and we haven't even finished editing it yet oh, so. yeah man it's gonna be a movie it's a I, can't, movie. I can't wait for the release when, you, when you. are you planning on releasing it um my goal is like um january like late january yeah because my girlfriend's birthday is in like february 21st i'm like oh no sorry feb- 17th but we're celebrating on the 21st that's why i said that sorry my bad but um, yeah <laughs> but um yeah like she needs a lot of like like i'm trying to make it special for her because like oh, she's, she's hitting 19 so like, oh. she's trying to go out and you know i'm trying to like involve her like i'm not trying to be like i don't because at times like you know like we've like argued about like um Oh, like your music is so important, and like I'm like left in the you know like behind in the shadow almost. You feel second. Yeah, here. but like it's like it's, it's like it's not like that, but like at times like it has. Been, it like, feels like that. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of want to like make it special first. So I'm trying to aim for like late January. Yeah, and then maybe like hold on, to, uh, hold on to some money for promotion like after. Yeah, and kind of just release like myself and get out there, do like the cheaper promotions. Yeah. And then save up for the bigger one and have her birthday and make you know. Yeah, I like that. I like I like your mindset and like you're saving budgeting for uh, promotions. Oh, you're budgeting for a lot, a lot of artists that don't is understand so that. A lot of important upcoming artists are like, okay, you know, I'm gonna release a track and then like I'm gonna just post on social media. I'm gonna hope so that's important. it. The real work starts after you release something. Oh, that's where the real work starts. Yeah. Like what you did before is like baby work. All right, oh you know, yeah, recorded man. It. It's like now the real work starts. How are you going to market Bro, it? Bro, you can find a diamond, but if you don't tell anybody about it, nobody's going to know about it. Yeah. You can be so, the best <laughs> artist in the world. I think, oh, who said it? It might have It might have been Boogie, but he said I'm the best artist you never heard. Yeah. He yeah, said that in like a done. bar, and I'm like, the, I know he's like the best artist you never heard. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, that, that's so true. Like, you that's know, like, volumes. Yeah. you know, like, you know, like your promotion is so important. Like you can literally, like you said, find that diamond. But if you're not going to make it into a chain and sell it to someone, why does it matter? Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. like you're just, you're just holding on to not, for nothing. And like the promotion, like for local artists, like people don't realize, like you, it's so rare that people just blow up overnight. It's more like you have to Never. build that promotion, build that fan base, and like put your money into your promotion. It's so even yeah. like big artists have their promotion everywhere, man. Yeah, man. There's people don't understand how much work goes into something before they blow up. How right. much money is oh, spent yeah, on promotion? Tons. How much money is spent on marketing, marketing, ad, advertising, branding themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. posting the right stuff at the right time. Little Nas X is a quote-unquote overnight celebrity but he was posting memes about himself right. and making those memes and putting that he's work still in. on the cutting edge of like trends of like knowing what will blow you gotta like adapt. little clips little meme you clips adapt. yeah you yeah, gotta yeah, adapt yeah. for sure he's adap- adapted really well nah man it's crazy like people like often when people blow like the like examples like the baby the baby put out like four mixtapes or something like that before he blew yeah man yeah. and like you know people are like overnight sensation yeah overnight to you oh yeah right. five years for him <laughs> behind yeah. the curtain you, you know you can, be, he can be working for yeah. 10 years man Honestly, i recently man. saw an interview with the game where he's like he listened to the baby before like he came in the studio yeah. with him while he was recording his album yeah but he never signed him because he thought he was just like some just another just young young kid he that's his like biggest regret of like yeah not signing the baby yeah man it's like now he's like everywhere he's crazy my current top artist right now oh, yeah, it, yeah he's he's dope he's dope he's on he's on my playlist like like two three four songs Wait, did you say the baby or little baby the baby the oh baby. yeah no the baby yeah the baby's baby. hard i i like little baby but yeah I, I don't like going to that much. I'm going to keep on it. <laughs> like, I don't like, I don't know. He, I mean, it's preference. It's, it's per, nowadays, if you give your opinion, you're hating. Like, uh, Joe Budden, every time this guy gives an opinion, it's like, he hates him, he hates him, he's yeah. a hater. No, like, I'm giving my opinion. You yeah, know? like, you're not going to like every single artist out there. Not it's to subjective. say, not to say that he doesn't have any good songs because I do like some songs by him or some songs with him featuring him, but as a whole, I don't like him as an artist. You right, know? That's, yeah. that's, that's completely fair. Yeah. Like, it's objective. You know? But you know you get, you're right? hating nowadays. No, <laughs> everything is hating. Having an opinion is hating. I guess yeah. if you have an opinion on someone, you're hating. If you like them, you're dig right. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. man. There's no middle is, ground. You can't, no middle. you can't win. There's no. There's a gray. There's no gray area. You know. There's but, no like you're good. You know. No, there's nothing like that. It's it's weird out here nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. It's weird. It's weird, it's weird in the streets. Oh um, yeah. man. <laughs> all right, so. I don't know if we briefly touched on this, but I want to know your writing process. For example, the mm. um, the one about um, the one about your grandma. If you mm. want to talk about that, what was your writing process like? Like, how did you start off? What was the first bar you wrote up for it, and how did it kind of transform into a song? Okay, so the way it started was I was in the basement, like my my home studio, which we recorded my right. my um the scenes from. So I was there, 
But um, actually, I want to touch on something a little first. Yeah. The home studio, a lot of people are like, why don't you record at home and you record with him? Um, I do references at home more. You and do dem- demo takes at home. And then I more just like to bring it to someone because two opinions are like more like forming a track. Right. More or less just to let people know because people always ask me that. But um, yeah, um, I do record at home sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so the way it started, I was on YouTube looking for beats, you know, like typical artist that doesn't produce, you know, right. looking through beats, you know, yada, yada. And then the beat came up, this um, one beat, I think his producer name is Jiraf, mm-hmm. and he's like a piano player. And like, he had like this, like, kind of like piano where it was like, um, very like a sad type thing. And I was just sitting there and like kind of vibing. And I was like, pessimistic, optimist, depression with obsession, pessimistic, optimist, depression with obsession. I didn't know what to do. Can you take me to? Grade five, grandma died, cancer took a life. And I paused it and I like, I literally I started crying. Yeah. Cause I'm like, like that's when I started like letting out my emotion. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like that's, I didn't even know that was in me. Yeah. And then I, I just like eventually I heard the beat more. I started writing more and more came and I worked on it. I think I worked on the track for like eight months before I even recorded it. So I remember, uh, cause when your grandma passed away, you were young, uh, and then you suppressed all that. So yeah. when you started writing the song, is that the first time you started dealing with the Oh grievance? yeah. That's the first time I started like letting it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was like the year that was like, um, when I was 19 and when you're 19, you're trying to figure out who you are. You do kind of, I kind of just left high school cause yeah. I went, I went for a victory lap because I didn't know what to do with my life yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, back then, you know, like your parents, my, my parents were telling me like, come on, like think realistic. Like, you know, this isn't real. And I was like, oh, let's try trades. I went to do... Um, like, music isn't real? Oh, yeah. No, it's not realistic. It's something that's so niche and something that's not... It's impossible. Generational. You know what I mean? Yep. Because yeah. that's cause that's what they grew up on. The, all the Like, if you ask my dad, my dad was a writer. He's like, that dream wasn't realistic to his parents. So he went and became a truck driver. You know, like, that's because what he grew up on. My mom is a cook. Like, she's a cook, but her dream was probably to be a chef. chef. But, you know, like, because, like, she had trouble learning. And stuff like that. Like, it was more like, oh, you know what? You're only good enough for a cook. You can't be a chef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have that, like, doubt. And back then, you believed it more. You know what I mean? Like, back then, it was more like, okay, you know what? They're right. And you and you do your stuff. Now, yeah. it's more like, oh, we're kind of, like, we're going to do what we want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, wait, what, what, what? I kind of lost <laughs> my train <laughs> of thought. Talk about your writing process. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, or, uh, oh, yeah. That was, you asked me Maryland. if that's the first time I dealt with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that was first the first time I, I properly dealt with it. And all, like, my emotions flooded out yeah. into that. And I, I took eight months to write all that and, like, edit it. And then, like, I finally, I came to you. Yeah. And, like, I remember I recorded it with, like, her picture in my hand. And, like, that was, like, a beautiful moment for me. Just, like, to finish that and just to feel, like, wow, like, this is all for her. Yeah. I remember we had the lights dimmed down, too. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a beautiful process, man. Like, yeah. You gotta I, create the environment, right? Yeah, for, man. For you, you, you have to make yourself feel like shit to let something... No, the, I agree. I agree. You gotta relive your uh, emotions and your yeah. experience for that moment in order to be able to vent it out on, for sure. on a track. Mm-hmm. And it's a shitty thing to do because nobody wants to relive that experience or that emotion. Yeah. But you need to. But you need to. It needs to be authentic. It needs to, Like, you know, because right like... Not to say everyone in this trap game is like this, but some people in this trap game are going to fizz out because these guys go in the studio for 13 minutes, maybe less, and done, one take. Yeah. You know, they're done. But then these people that literally put their heart and soul into this, they last forever because people can tell. Yeah. The authentic the the authenticity of it, the how it really hits the soul. It doesn't even have to be serious. It's just something like when like this song comes on you remember where you were when you first heard it right and you yeah, wa- you want sure. you want to have that and we, we like me and um him we're talking about when you, when we go to like live concerts like if it's a good show you remember what you did that day right you remember For what sure. happened yeah. like how it happened but if who it's, you were if it's with. A, yeah mm-hmm. who you're with what you ate like i remember what i ate when i saw joey badass like that was like a crazy moment for me seeing yeah. someone that i looked up to that that mm-hmm. much and like but some concerts like i've went to like I didn't care about them that much and just like I don't remember what happened like yeah. I remember like a few moments but I don't remember the whole day Yeah, it's right. not to say it wasn't a good show it just wasn't it like it didn't stick with you yeah it wasn't like um, euphoric like kind of like um, it wasn't like a, a memorable moment yes yeah. exactly yeah. has that vibe you know live is so important all, all this authenticity is important sorry you know what I mean like that, no like, I get that man I completely agree yeah. with that mm. 
All right, I think uh, yeah. I think this was a pretty dope conversation. Oh yeah, man, yeah, I, I like the ramble. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, we're hitting about an hour, so yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. But um, for anyone listening out there, tell them what you're up to. Tell them what you have coming out. Give oh, me your okay. links. Give a shout out. Yeah, man. Promotion. Okay, so what I which camera? This camera. Any, this camera. Any, yeah. camera <laughs> any camera. So what I have coming out is um, I have my my song um, Never Forgot in Maryland, and I spoke to the devil. I spoke to the devil in my room and he handed me the belt. It's like one kind of like seven minute long movie, music video type thing. It's coming out late January, like I said. Um, my social media is Chief J3. I'm really only on Instagram. I don't really, I don't really use my Twitter, so like, don't add me on Twitter. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't check it like that. So we'll put we'll put the links in yeah. the description as well. I also have like this other song. I don't want to be like too. It's coming around on April. The one we worked on that mm-hmm. like the crazy beat yeah, that changed yeah, yeah, it up yeah. a lot. But I don't want to be like too. You know, like what it is and what I have going. You know, no but for sure. Well, if you follow, yeah, if, if they follow if, you, they'll be able to. Yeah, if you yeah. follow me, like you'll you'll know it's coming. And um, also my album is on all platforms it's called Love and Depression. Um. Yeah, shout out you for mixing my stuff. Respect. Crazy engineer, crazy producer, crazy artist, as well as this guy. Thank I've heard man. some of your shit. It's dope. Thank you, man. Just letting you know. Um, shout out Kevin Rowley. He did a lot of my other mixing, too, on a lot of my singing tracks. And shout out Nate Smith. I worked with him. Shout out. I want to shout out Wrong Crowd. They're like another local group, yeah, yeah. which I really fuck with. And like one of the guys I have a song with, his name is Self. Mm. Uh, my first song on my tape is called Bad Bitch. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out my mom, <laughs> my girlfriend. You know, that's that's basically yeah, it. Dope. Shout out those people, people that are important to me. You yeah. know, my boy God Reese. That's it. That's all, all I really dope. got. Dope. All right. it was dope it's dope meeting you, you for the first time, yeah, man. Bro. Yeah. All right, this all right. has been another edition of New Brew Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>